Farmer's Dan. Hey, how about our hundredth review on iTunes? Oh, hundred. That's that's a long shot. Yeah, exactly. A long shot. That's Are exactly you trying to why. avoid it? Yes, I am trying to avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Unaccepted Pod, the podcast for car enthusiasts and anime fans. I'm your host, Tony. And I'm Manny. And uh, just like always, we're going to cover some anime news in the beginning, backload it with some car um, with some car headlines, and then uh, we'll get into some events coming up. We actually have a pretty big list of events coming up huh yeah i mean with like the whole covid situation just like easing up on just everyday life and we're just trying to see things just go back to normal honestly oh yeah we're back we're back it's kind of great actually to see it i'm glad i have to choose pick and choose things to do on the weekend now i'm just kind of happy i don't have to wear my mask too much anymore yeah that too definitely depending on location yeah yeah so it, it's super nice because it is kind of annoying, but uh, I mean, you do also get used to it. <laughs> since, uh, since like I've been back in the office, I'm I'm used to it, but every now and then I just grow out the beard more, and it just gets annoying. Still, true, true, true. Well, since I'm in the office all day and we have to wear it now, like sometimes I just forget I have it on. <laughs> it's. It's really, really bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, oh well. I mean, the more we get back to normalcy, the better. I'm, I'm over it. Yes. Definitely over it. Definitely. But how long weekend, Manny. How was your weekend, buddy? I actually worked on Memorial Day. Oh, that's, that's whack. <laughs> hey, plants don't stop growing. That's true. That is true. I mean, if you stop watering them, maybe. No, they'll just keep growing just without less water for a day. There you go. See, Memorial Day. <laughs> no, I get you, though. I get you, though. No, we actually had some orders come in, so we had to prepare them and just early morning deliver for me and just take them out. All right. Well, I mean, besides that, you still had other parts of the weekend, right? Yes. Okay. Do anything good? Uh, So, let's see. Saturday, I mean, I was going to go to the Okadi event for their last weekend, but I just got home from a from a delivery, from a late delivery, and I was just exhausted. Went to get a haircut, and it was already pretty much late in the day, so I was like, was like you know what, I'm not going to, I don't think it's like worth at the moment, just like how I feel, just like an exhaustion, just to go out to Anaheim, just to go just chill over there for a few hours. So I just made the last minute decision, just hit up my cousin's. We're gonna have like a grad celebration for one of uh, one of my cousins who graduated from high school, and just pretty much just enjoy the night at a Shogun Hibachi restaurant. Cool. First time going, honestly. Yeah, that's a good place. Mm-hmm. Awesome, man. I think it worked out in the end for everybody that me going last minute and showing up late to our the reservation. Oh yeah. Uh, so I ordered two appetizers, gyoza and uh, chicken karage. And after that, I completely forgot my appetizers, and so did the waiters, and so did the cooks. Dang, did they forgot to put it on your bill, though? No, it was on the bill. Oh. <laughs> so pretty much when our night ended at the restaurant, i that's when I just finally remembered. I was like, oh, shit. So the waiter comes up, and I asked, hey, um, I, I hope this isn't too much trouble, but I never got my appetizers. And they were, like, super sorry and everything. And it, and it was just me and my dad and my uncle just basically drinking beers so he just basically is like he's like you know what 
free round of beer for all of you guys on the house and everything. And, and I'll make sure to get your opportunities. Would you like them to go since you guys are pretty much done? I was like, yeah, I'll take it a go. I was pretty much going to ask for that now that I just remembered about them anyway. Uh, no point in just staying here longer and just eat, try to eat them, especially. Especially on a full stomach because the food was just really delicious. Yeah. And, yeah, pretty much after that, we got our food. The bill came in and the waiter just told me straight up. He's like, hey, man. And for the sorry for about your appetizer and everything, 10% discount off the bill. Nice. I was like, shh. And pretty much everybody gave me a pat on the back after that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> everybody at our table. That's cool, man. That's cool. Sunday, I tried uh, Brazilian barbecue for the first time. Uh, went to a restaurant in Irvine. Uh, let me look up the name while I was talking about it because it was a very complicated name that I don't know how to say, honestly. Okay. Uh, Agora Churascaria. Sure. I'll remember that. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was my first time trying it, and it was like one of those like fancy restaurants that you need to like have a dress or dress up to go, honestly. Okay. Did you go underdressed or what? We went for lunch, so it was more like formal casual. Okay. That's not too bad. Well, that's, you know, you... You got to get out and get bougie sometimes, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's cool, man. And yeah, the bill was pretty exciting, honestly, too. It was exciting? Yes. Exciting how? 400 plus for five people. Yeah, that's... I don't know about exciting, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I just went out with some friends that I haven't seen some pretty much since high school. Uh, one of them I have been seen, uh, haven't seen in a few years, but for the rest of everybody else... Just pretty much since high school and everything. Couldn't really take pictures and everything. Or I didn't get the chance because these are people that I've talked to on social media. But in person, it just has that whole different vibe and everything. That, um, and where you just get so entranced just talking to people that you haven't seen in so long as a group. Yeah. And yeah, that was pretty much my weekend. I mean, Monday I worked. And I, I did get invited to a barbecue after work and everything, but I was just tired and I just wanted to rest, honestly. There you go. Well, um, I actually had a four-day weekend. It was fucking nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, I've mentioned on the podcast before, you know, I do pre-construction kind of Minecraft on steroids. And the design building I'm working on right now is kind of ending and i'm in a little in between spot before the next project starting mm -hmm. and then they'll probably pile on like a second and a third project because it's just how it goes right yeah so right now that I, my workload's a little bit light um figure take advantage of it take the day off and get a little four-day weekend going okay so super productive <laughs> This man. Oh, I got so much stuff done. I was like super excited. By stuff, what do you mean by stuff? Um, Are the cars finally off the jack stands? The cars have been off the jack stands. Fuck your face. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is kind of back the scenes adulting shit that will affect my car stuff, but I'll reveal at a later date. But okay, yes, big I was, news, big news. We'll see. <laughs> but yes, this was a kind of uh, some adulting behind the scenes stuff that we'll, we'll see what happens with it. But very productive. Like paying your taxes. 
Yeah. Yep. That kind of good, uh, good old wholesome stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, I pretty much barbecued all weekend. Whether it was went to my sister's house, we drank and barbecued. Back at my house, drank and barbecued, and that was my life. It was great. <laughs> Sounds like a typical weekend, but okay. I mean, a little bit, yeah, a little bit. I'm still kind of like, uh, I'm still waiting on some like. Um, some deliveries to come in. So I was debating on taking a trip to LA to go buy a dog harness. Okay. Which, I guess, story time, by the way. Wait, why does that have to be in LA? They're the only place locally you can just walk in and buy a quality harness. Just go to so, PetSmart. No, hold on. Let me. Get, I'll get to that. There's, a, there's a story right now. Hold on. There's a story right now for this. <laughs> so I've been using a... You know, a regular harness you can get from Petco, like a Kong harness. Mm-hmm. And I've been using it for my bite work for a while. And I have like another tactical kind of harness thing. And it's been totally fine. I've been working with it. And I've been thinking like, oh, like I'll get myself a really nice leather one eventually. But they're like, you know, four, five, six hundred dollars Oh, fuck no. Dude, they're expensive, man. And I'm like, nah, this one's been working. And you know where you get that mindset? Even with car stuff, right? You see a mod that's like $800, but you're like, oh, well, this has been working just fine. <laughs> so I've been kind of avoiding it for a while. And about a week, I should have talked about it the day, the, the week it happened, but it slipped my mind. So I was out at my bite night. It's my, every Wednesday night, I take the dog out to do his bites, right? And uh, we had him up on the agitation table. Yes. So... I guess for clarity for the listeners, paint a picture, right? The agitation table is a regular size table, like height-wise. It's big, it's round, and there's a post in the very center of it that so has a bearing with a chain. So your dog was pole dancing. Kind of. Yep. Got to make that money. Okay. Yeah. He's got to pay for his own harness. <laughs> but, uh, so, because it's on a table... They don't wear a full suit. Yeah. He just wears the top part of the suit. So he doesn't wear any pants, like bite pants. Yeah. So he goes in, and we're just working on some targeting to make sure he's biting in the right area. And so he's agitating him. He's agitating him. He gets the bite in, teases him, pulls on him, you know, lets him, lets him work the bite a little bit. And then he rewards him by when he takes off the suit, he lets go of the suit and lets the dog have the suit. Like, he want it, you know. Yeah. I pet him up, tell him good boy, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, a lot of times they'll, because they're meant to agitate, you know, they have a bamboo stick to kind of like piss him off and tease him, you know? Mm-hmm. So he rewarded him with the suit. So this decoy, the the guy, the trainer, right? The bite trainer, he has no protection on. And <laughs> you, can, you might want to guess where this is going, but he has no protection on and he's agitating him. And out of nowhere, I just hear that little metal flick of ping. And my dog jumps off the table and goes right for the decoy. Oh, shit. <laughs> Dude, I I hope it didn't take me too long to react, but I stood there for a second like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, I kind of looked and I'm like, wait a minute, he's off the table. Oh, fuck, he's trying to bite him. <laughs> Now, given the my dog, I don't, 
I don't gear towards people. I'm doing it for sport, you know? Right. That's what I'm saying. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> so he, I think my dog got a little confused because, you know, this is the guy that agitates on that fucks with them, so he knows, yeah, this is the guy I go get. He got loose because he broke the freaking harness, right? The harness broke on him. He got loose, and he goes after the decoy, but there's no suit to bite. So I think my I felt like my dog was looking for it. Like he was snapping around and trying to bite, but he's looking for the snoot suit, so he wasn't like locking on. Dude, scared the shit out of me, dude. <laughs> I wonder how the decoy felt. Oh man. So I'll get to that. <laughs> so when it happened, like I was already running through all this shit in my head because I stand on the table when he's on there. I stand on the table just so I can like pet him up when he's on his bite or whatever. And uh, I jump off the table, and I'm like, okay, do I grab him? Do I grab his collar? Like, what the fuck do I do, you know? And just out of, like, a reflex or whatever, I gave him his out command, like I do with toys. Yeah. Which is supposed to apply to the decoys as well. But I'll be real, like, you know, we're learning, we're learners in this sport, and we're not there yet. I haven't been able to out him when he's on a bite. Like, when he's locked into a bite on a decoy... I can out him with a toy, but he will not out on a decoy. He will refuse to let go. <laughs> but I just yelled it, just, you know, panicking, see what's going to happen. He fucking stopped. <laughs> Dude, he fucking stopped. And then I just told him, I gave him his sit command. I told him to sit. And he just sat down. And I'm like, oh, my God, thank God he fucking listened. <laughs> And, like, super casual. I'm like, that didn't just freak me out. I just walk up, kind of grab his collar. And I'm and I'm still trying to process what happened because it was all so quick. And I look at the decoy, and I'm trying to look back at the, at the pole and find out, like, what happened, you know? And the decoy just starts yelling, like, give him a toy, give him a toy, give him a toy. Like, he actually handled it super, super well. He said, you know, give him a toy. Don't let him, don't let the experience, like, fuck with him, you know? Don't let it be, like, a super bad experience. Don't let it, like, add to the confusion he was feeling, you mm. know? So he's like, give him give him a toy, pet him up. He outed, you know, he didn't continuously try to attack me, you know? Like, give him the toy, play with him, pet him up, and then take him out, you know? And uh, so I gave him the toy, petted him up, kind of walked my way a little bit towards the leash, you know? It's funny because uh, when he bit the toy, I let go of his collar and grabbed both sides of the tug. He's like, no, no, grab the collar. Grab the collar. But play with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I kind of inched myself by the leash that I had. Like, it fell off of me. I had it over my shoulder. Connect his collar back on. And then I just kind of look at him. And I'm still kind of like, man, what the fuck just happened? He's like, dude, equipment failures happen. Like, this and this and that. Like these things happen this is why you guys train and you were able to stop him without having to pull him off like it was okay this is the best way it could have happened he did tag him once <laughs> Koro did tag him once and break some skin on him but again like i think he was more confused looking for equipment so that's why he didn't latch on you know mm. so uh yeah he the decoy pretty much said like go ahead and you know put him back in the car and Obviously, that's it for the day. I won't be doing another session. Yeah. But he's like, uh, I'm going to go change my pants now. (laughs) (laughs) 
scary as fuck, dude. Yeah. So I have been waiting for my leather. I ordered one like that same night, and I'm still waiting for it in the mail. It's kind of getting frustrating. Okay. So yeah, that's that was my bite story. <laughs> we were uh, it was a new it was a new it was a new experience, but I'm glad that's why we train, right? Yeah, definitely. Because if fuck if that if that would have happened like legit, if that would have happened two months ago, there's absolutely no way he would have listened. <laughs> no, no way. I did not have that much control over him two months ago. Well, at least that just shows you progress, honestly. Yeah, I'll I'll 100% take it, man. (laughs) 100%. But, uh, yeah, let's let's roll into some headlines. We got kind of distracted here. (laughs) Why don't you start us off, Manny? So we all remember, like, the Kill Annie arson attack that happened in 2019. If I'm correct, it was during the summer. Yes, actually it was, yeah. Yeah, so... Now with like the like since 2019 till now, Kill Annie now wants to do their fifth anniversary. I think that's what they're. I think this is their fifth anniversary of their music festival. And this music festival was actually supposedly supposed to happen in 2019 for the fifth anniversary. Okay, but it never happened because of the Kill Annie arson arson attack. And after that, they rescheduled the music event. And made it into a memorial service after we had 136 of the studio employees pass away from the fire. Yeah. So this uh, music festival is going to be basically from, quote, inspiration for the future. Okay. And they'll have musical guests performing at the the Kyoani Music Festival. They have made it like a teaser trailer or like basically a teaser for the music. But they haven't announced who's going to be there, honestly. All right. Like, uh, as far as, like, they'll probably have, like, some bands that do the anime openings and stuff like that? They might, I guess. Um, there's also going to be, like, brass bands, some movies playing, animes moving, some theaters going on as well during the festival. Just everything happening all at once. And just people that can go, like, into one area and check out something like that. So what my understanding so far from reading the article, and if anybody's interested, this is on Crunchyroll's news uh, news website. And this is pretty much what I'm getting at so far. Okay, nice. Of course, they the plan was to do their fifth anniversary music festival in 2020. After they got, they got over the situation from 2019 and during the arson attack. But of course, for COVID reasons, they never got the chance to do it. So their plan is to go for this year. If they're able to, because Japan has actually been uh, setting off a lot of declarations on state of emergencies in numerous state prefectures of Japan over these past few months, honestly. Uh, state of emergencies for what, though? For COVID, I think. Okay, okay. So they're still having a little bit of a struggle. They are. Kind of weird. I didn't think that they would be struggling. I thought they would actually be more progressive more progressing than us especially here in the u.s well i mean i'm sure it has to do with size though too that is true that is true yeah if you figure a small island is gonna spread that much quicker because they don't have that many you know Mm -hmm. especially for any like uh areas that might be densely populated you know yeah that's true so the event is actually going to be held on november 20th and the 21st at the roa rohm theater 
in Kyoto. And of course, Kyoto Animation, so perfect choice, honestly. Yeah, makes sense. And just pretty much this is like a side story, but we possibly, there has been a possible arson, another arson attack that has just been diverted. Okay, so they stopped them. Yes. So this is for Wit Studios. Wit Studios is also known for making Attack on Titan Season 1, 2, and 3. Okay. So Season 4 is Maple Studios. So she's been arrested in Japan and the Miyagi Prefecture for... She? Yes. That's kind of rare. Yes. So it's a 25-year-old woman. She has been apparently sending threats through emails, letters, faxes, and a bunch of other stuff of possibly doing an attack on Wit Studios. Is there any motive, reasoning that's kind of mentioned? Because I'm sure if she's sending letters, there has to be some kind of... Uh anger towards them you know what i mean something they did that she felt attacked by you know you know what i mean as i read the article and just looked into more i didn't they didn't mention any any motive and i don't think they'll ever we didn't really get to see a motive in the kill annie situation until he was already convicted yeah yep yep so we probably won't see what the motive was until later on yeah well the Kyoti was a ex-employee or somebody that thought they stole his story or something, right? So what? There was numerous stories. I still can't remember which was the more credible one, but one was that he was a train enthusiast and he didn't like that the trains were filled with anime decals. Another one was um, that he published some works and Kyo Annie stole the works and he never got any money out of it. It's a, it's a weird situation. I still can't wrap my head around to see what the real reason was. Okay. And I kind of feel like still that they're struggling to figure out what the real reason was either. But, uh, I mean, again, as we know, KyoAni was destroyed by this arson attack and was left with... No. So I'm, I made an error earlier, just, uh, just a few minutes ago. It was not 136. It was 36 employees. Still bad, but okay. So with this, we finally get to see a studio that had a potential to be attacked by an arson again, uh, be diverted. And with that, there has been some very interesting side twists towards this story. Okay. Again, she's been sending threats through emails and letters towards Wit Studios. But apparently this has been going on since 2018. Huh. Jeez. Yeah, so I guess Wit Studios finally got tired after uh, doing some counsel with the legal team and everything, and that's what made the arrest, honestly. All right. Well, I mean, I'm glad they got her before she actually did something, right? Yes, definitely. Because, I mean, these studios do some amazing works, and these studios are what helps us like create memories and to enjoy these hobbies of ours as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, besides the whole homicidal <laughs> tendencies she's showing. Yeah, pretty much. I still want to know what the reason was, honestly. Yeah, definitely. I, it Watch it was like a super old weebs be mad, and she just never let go. Right? <laughs> so for anybody that's interested to know about Kyo Annie, especially in particular of what anime works they've done, uh, there is Koenokatachi, which is also named Silent Voice, 
which you have the movie sitting around here somewhere that you haven't behind started. you. Yeah, behind you, you haven't watched yet. No, I haven't. Uh, Violet Evergarden. Still haven't seen it, even though I know it has done phenomenal. Evergarden. That sounds super familiar. I think I have seen that one. Blonde girl with like robotic arms. Kind of looks like. Oh yeah, it did. It's actually yeah. really good. It is really good. So I have seen, seen it. it. Okay. Yes, 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 I have. Clanad, Shinubio, mm-hmm. of course. Yep. That's the all you right there. Uh, we have Kyoka, uh, Kyokai no Kanada, which is also Beyond the Boundary. Uh, Kobayashi Maid Dragon, which we're going to see season two soon. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Kayon, Nichijo, Free, and Lucky Star, Amagi Brilliant Park, and just many, many other titles that we can name off that is pretty much just really recognizable to everybody. Nice. And that's pretty much my update on Wit Studios. Very cool. And then I think for our next headline, I don't know if anybody remembers from one of our previous episodes, we did talk about a situation where Twitch wanted to possibly delete or ban or suspend Twitch streamers' accounts that get flagged for DMCA's attacks. Basically, where if you have copyrighted works in your videos during the stream service and your videos are still online, that it could be possibly flagged for copyright infringement, especially for music works. One of the biggest issues was this, is that people that streamed playing GTA games, like Grand Theft Auto games, were getting flagged for the music that was inside the game when you're like doing car rides and stuff for the car radios. GTA radio is the best radio. It really is. I, I am. I will not deny that at all. GTA Radio is probably better than real world radio. Like, it's it, it's shit. Honestly, here. A, as far as like game development, Vice City Radio was on like on the actual era. You know what I mean? It was San Andreas was in the era. Like they did so good. I fucking loved GTA Radio. <laughs> <laughs> No, it really was. It really was. I can't deny that. Sorry, tangent, continue. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. So, apparently, they haven't specified on the article which music production companies are involved in this complaint, but they have sent out numerous complaints, apparently, to Twitch about the works on these Twitch streamers' videos that are uploaded on their accounts. And the whole idea is because they're not making money off of it, but the Twitch streamers are course it all goes down towards money yeah always squeeze it out so twitch has basically sent out a notification towards the streamers to either remove the videos from their from their accounts or unpublish the videos re-edit them basically taking out the chunks where they involve music that's has copywriting copyrights and then re-upload them oh wow but that's a huge that's that's a very huge hit because sometimes those music involved in the streams are actually a very large portion of the actual video. Yeah, not to mention all the rework. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, I mean, I don't know if there's like a way to like maybe possibly get this to work out where they can keep their videos and stuff, but I, I don't know what can happen, honestly. No idea. As far as I know, this is the update that I've seen so far. I haven't seen any extensive uh results or or anything else that's happening after this yeah i mean i don't know if 
how the Twitch recording works because we played with it for like, you know, a week or two. <laughs> we, we, we tried, but we still don't understand. Yeah, we, we played with it for a little bit, but I don't think they pick up the audio separately. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, obviously, if they're playing it on a speaker and their microphone is picking up the music, then they're kind of fucked, you know? Or unless they're just having it as like background music while they're talking and streaming, who knows as well. Yeah, but no, I mean like if they're using Twitch as a gaming platform for streaming, right? Mm-hmm. Or a gaming streaming platform. Yeah. And they record the audio coming from the computer, not as a speaker sound, but actually internally. Usually there should be a way to separate that audio. Yeah. You're getting a little bit like nerdy into this, but like kind of like when we do our Zoom, mm-hmm. when we have a guest in Zoom. I don't record, you know, it's not like we have a speaker. We I get an individual soundtrack for each person on the Zoom call. Yeah. And they're all separate, and I can actually edit each one individually. Okay. I don't know if they can do that with Twitch, but it would help them. But all right. Well, what do you think the result's going to end up being? I feel it's going to go in favor towards the music companies, regardless. Well, that's probably the way it's going to go then, huh? Mm-hmm. That's where the money's at, man. Yeah. All right, Manny. What are we getting into next? And then we did have an interesting story to talk about a car enthusiast, or I don't know if you would call him a car enthusiast, but he was also like a social media influencer in the car side. Yeah. I I honestly had never heard of him before Neither have I. That's the weird thing. I mean, I don't know if it's just like a San Diego thing, because that's kind of where he was from. Mm-hmm. But uh, I saw the story pop up maybe four or five times from separate, from different people posting about it. Same, but I never actually paid attention to it. Yeah, and, and you know, it was kind of like two sides I saw post. I saw, you know, the RIP, blah, 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 car meet, blah, whatever. And then I've seen other sides of like, Hey, fuck this guy. <laughs> well, no, the the first side came first were RIP and yeah, celebrated. Yeah, yeah. And then everybody found out what was the real story and that's when everybody said fuck this guy. Yeah. So, I guess for anybody that didn't know, I, I guess his username was like S2K uh WIA where you at, you know? S2K underscore WIA. Yeah, yeah. His his actual name is uh, Angel Hernandez Grotto. Mm-hmm. And uh, it doesn't say anything about his op- occupation or anything. He was from San Diego. And um, it seemed that he, he was... He was in a police chase. And I think he live-streamed it or sent some... Posted a video of him in the, uh, in the police chase asking the people to hold a car meet in a memorial of him. Uh, when he dies and i guess he committed suicide at the end of the police chase yeah so the police chase lasted throughout the entire night Mm -hmm. well into the morning and they finally spiked uh stripped his car it was a i mean just because we want to know what cars (laughs) it was an x5 bmw and uh i was expecting it to be an s2k i mean me too i guess (laughs) but they spike stripped it and uh, they ended up blocking his car in uh, with armored vehicles, obviously, because yes. he was brandishing a weapon. Yes, he was. A bit. Apparently, through the actual chase, uh, they did get in contact with him on the on his cell phone, and he did threaten the police and tell them that you know he was armed. 
And, you know, on this whole little standoff he had, this was uh, close to the, the beach over there. Um, That's when he finally just decided to Off himself. shoot himself. Yeah. Which, but, that's kind of what sparked it, because he was an influencer, and he's live-streamed it, and that's what sparked it, and everybody, you know, they started to try to organize a whole car meets for him. Car meets for him and everything, yep. Yeah, there was a ton of posts about it. And but, then... Well, the reasoning that he was running from the police in the first place was because his girlfriend had escaped his apartment where allegedly she was beat with an axe yes uh, <laughs> she was axe held was, captive for two days and raped like holy shit yeah um she apparently escaped uh she tried to get a contact i guess with neighbors and i think they called the police and the police ended up making contact with her while she was naked on the street yes and just obviously beat they took her to the hospital to have her checked out and everything yes so pretty much he was just trying to escape and then Chose the easy way out instead of letting himself be caught. Yeah, yeah. And so once everybody found out the real reason of why he was in the police chase, that's when everybody just started canceling all his uh, car meets. I, don't, I haven't heard anything about people that are still trying to do it. No, I think I've seen more posts on about basically, hey, this is what actually happened, you know? Yeah. I mean, there. I did see some more stuff involved where he... In the meantime, before this actually all happened, he was messaging so many uh, different females just trying to basically cheat on his girlfriend and also targeting minors as well, apparently. Using his social media influence to basically get in with them, basically. Yeah. And I guess she found out because he was also trying to get at her one of her best friends and she let him she let her know what was going on and everything. And I guess some sort of argument happened or confrontation. That's what led to all this happen. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And I think I heard had something else about her cheating, but it's like all that stuff is really irrelevant. Mm -hmm. You know, when, when you kind of cross that line into what happened, all of that is irrelevant. It, it really matter. is. Yeah. It, it, really it is. does not matter. Um, obviously, you know, heart goes out to her. I obviously wish her the best because... That was a fucking terrible situation she had to go through. Definitely. And even though he did some evil ass shit, he there was obviously something wrong with his head and he needed some mental help that he did not get. Regardless, he gets no sympathy for me. No, there's no sympathy, but it's still kind of like those are there's things that people need, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's I'm sure there had to this is there's no way you just fall into that 100% off the back, you know what I mean? I'm sure before that, there was probably other signs. There was probably other times he probably hit her or probably did some other crazy shit. That you is know? true. That is true. And those are the kind of things that need to be addressed. And those, and I'm sure there's something off in his head that... I'm sure you've met people where you're like, there's something wrong with this motherfucker. And then yes. you find out they do something, right? Mm -hmm. There's some mental illnesses that need to be addressed. No sympathy for him, of course. It's a fucking evil ass shit that he did and abuse in relationships that should be addressed early on before it gets too late like in this situation absolutely absolutely but yeah it's also it's kind of crazy how quickly social media hype just romanticizes people and they just get lost in the hype right there yes that's really bad but 
it's a shitty moment. It's a shitty story. <laughs> I mean, it, I, I laugh, but I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully we don't hear any more of these out of our community. Because that is, that is just fucking terrible. It really is. And uh, hopefully she's fine with the baby. Because they did have a baby. Yes. Too, which always sucks true. when there's a kid involved, yes. man. But uh, let's move on to some happier news, Manny. Happier news? So we have just unlocked a new gift called Wheels Unlocked. Wheels Unlocked, yes. So this is an update to... Uh, I thought it was an achievement. <clears throat> Sorry, Manny. Haven't got there yet. <laughs> I, just, I just try to think of my, my life as a game where I get achievements. You know, you'll unlock new wheels when you go through two or three more cars. Got to up that up. but uh this is a follow-up to the story from the formula one championships uh the the poor pit crew that shaved off that um that nut for the wheel oh yes 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 it is finally off (laughs) and again they had to take it to the factory right they took it back to the factory 48 hours later they were able to remove it oh shit (laughs) well the race was over by that time anyway Oh, he had, yeah, he had to stop the race. It it destroyed that race for him. So, uh, you know, one of the things they pride themselves on is being able to blast it off, switch the tire out, and put it back on, and it's like two seconds, two mm-hmm. and a half seconds. And, you know, there's always somebody there that times them to track how they're doing and goes, oh, you guys fucked up. You guys should have done this. And it's so quick, any little small mistake, you Could know. Could cost time. Cost time. So somebody must have been waiting there with a buzzer for like 48 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that took a long time. <laughs> so the happy news is that they got it off. And hopefully they figure out what the fuck happened. <laughs> yeah. Maybe uh, maybe they weren't replacing those things as much as they should. You know what I mean? Any kind of hardware, if it sees that much heat and that much stress. Because you imagine how... I think I... I have to look it up again but i think it was like close to eleven thousand pounds of torque or something something like that it was some crazy ass stuff maybe they should be changing their hardware more often yeah i think it's worth the 48 hour <laughs> but uh yeah that's just a quick update they got it off and hopefully they learned from it or else we'll be laughing about it later again <laughs> all right manny what else we got and then we do have oh shit Tesla got sued again? Apparently, yeah. What the fuck they do this time? Or what did Elon Musk uh, tweet about this time? You know, this time it wasn't him. Oh. It was some other greedy bastard. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> so, I guess to get into a little bit of uh, how sales, I guess, works in this in this mm-hmm. state, it's, uh, it's in Connecticut. And apparently they have a written out law that prevents manufacturers from selling cars directly to consumers in that state. In Connecticut. In Connecticut, yes. Okay. So basically Ford can't go there themselves and sell a Ford. I'm not sure how that translates to online sales. But I didn't think about that. Yeah, I'm, uh, now I'm curious and I want to find out, but I'm not going to get into Connecticut like Connecticut law that's no. <laughs> Unless we have a listener that's in Connecticut that can actually tell us. Hey, let us know. <laughs> But apparently, the law is that they have to go through like a franchise dealership. I'm pretty sure that was lobbied. 
Oh, absolutely, it's fucking lobby. <laughs> it's like you guys have to go through a third party. <laughs> That's where dealer markup comes, baby, right? Exactly. So this um, this uh, Hoffman Auto Group, they're running under the business name Je- uh, Jetobra Inc. Basically, they're asking the town. It's uh, Hartford, Hartford in Connecticut. They're asking, and they, mind you, the the it's not like a Tesla dealership. Mm-hmm. It's a service center and showroom. Okay, because you know Teslas are pretty much almost built to order. They are. They, they don't. Are. They don't keep like a huge inventory and dealership. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it was basically going to be a service center for the cars, um, a charging station area, and it's a showroom where they might have like one or two cars or whatever to kind of display. Right. Yes. And um, this uh, Hoffman Auto Group basically said that they can't do it. They've already pulled the permits. This has already gone through the public. They had like the whole city council votes and whatever, you know. They wanted to bring Tesla in. But they're saying that they're contesting it, saying, no, that's against the law. They have to go through a dealership. So this sounds super petty to me. (laughs) It really is. It really is. Because even some of the arguments are really funny to read because it says... Regardless if there's a popular vote that the people said, yes, let's have it happen. But, of course, lobbyists will make sure it never happens. Well, it's not lobbyists. It's I know, more that but you get what I'm saying. he's trying to use his interpretation of the law to his benefit. Yes. Right? So the argument he made of why it's the correct thing, besides his weird interpretation, is that... Um, the public needs a uh, the dealership to so that they're not taken advantage of by the manufacturer. <laughs> <laughs> right? Do you, do you see the hole yes. in that logic a yes. little bit? Like, we need a middleman to upmark us and charge us more <laughs> for consumer protection rights. Yes, that's exactly it. I I read that and I was like, hold on, hold on, let me read it again. Let me read it again. That's not what he said because that's stupid. <laughs> Nope, that's what he said. So, <laughs> so yeah, I would love to buy directly from Honda, from Ford, from Toyota, and not have to deal with a fucking dealership, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, this is kind of, you know, it's how business works. You it really is, it really is. You got to edge the, the pockets, man. So they're trying to keep them out as much as they could, which I found hilarious. <laughs> I can't remember what it told me, but I do remember... I had someone that told me that they bought a car, and I think it was a Type R, mm-hmm. that they got pre-approved at MSRP online, and when they went to the dealership, the dealership outrightly rejected it, and, le- and that he couldn't take it unless it had a dealer markup. So he might have got approved for financing on a Type R, mm-hmm. basically saying, yes, you're approved for financing of $36,500 dollars. But he still had to go get one. Yes. Which they're given to the dealerships. Mm-hmm. That's kind of normal. Yeah. So the way they do, they distribute the Type R's is the dealership has to sell X amount of like Civics, Odysseys, Accords, whatever. I do remember hearing about that. Yes. Yeah. They have to sell a certain amount of cars before they can even get one to sell. Well, before, yeah, yeah, they Honda won't give them a Type R unless they meet those sales quotas. Yes, I do remember hearing about that. Mm-hmm. So 
that's why it's kind of like a commodity. It's a gift, right? Mm-hmm. Honda's giving it to them almost as a gift. So they're not just going to sell it directly to consumers because this is what they're also using to motivate their dealerships. They get a Type R in, they're going to bring in higher echelon of customers in. Yes. They're going to make extra money on the markup. You know, they're going to get extras, extra little bonuses here and there for, mm-hmm. for that, you know? And honestly, it brings in people. Uh, when I bought my Type R, I was talking with the um, the the loan manager, basically, right? Because mm-hmm. that was kind of like our, our little hookup from Scott. Shout out to TFT Performance. <laughs> or, I'm sorry, Performante. I forgot about that. I, I forget. About, every time I read it, I just say performance. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Performante. Scott is fancy. But uh, shout out to him. He connected me with a really good uh, um, loan manager from Honda to help me get a good deal on the Type R. But he was kind of saying that, yeah, they they have to sell that many to kind of get the car in the first place. Yeah. So, I mean, it, if that's the way they got to do it, that's kind of the way it's going to happen. So you can get approved online for thirty six, but that doesn't lock you in a car. <laughs> okay, okay. As much as that would be nice to do, right? But yeah, that's kind of. I thought that was like an interesting story that uh, you know, Tesla didn't get sued for their for Elon Musk's fault this time. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like they're not even uh, they're not even responding to any articles or any anything. They're just gonna let the courts kind of deal with it. And if it's Tesla, who knows? They might even grease the wheels on their own way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Behind the scenes, start greasing the wheels, and they'll end up getting through anyways. Yeah. But all right, Manny, let's move on to our next one. And then, so you had an interesting story about a car house, right? Yeah, yeah. So, oh, man, I, I don't even know how many episodes this was back. Do you remember I talked about, a you know. A house in Texas. Oh, uh, You know what? This might be part three. There was the house in Texas with the racetrack. There was the church, which was like supposed to be like a social club yes, of like yes. the holy church of Carros. Yes. <laughs> so this would be kind of like a part three. And it's kind of an interesting that it pops up now that I'm in in uh in debates, you know. No, we're not debates. Me and my wife are just thinking about potentially moving. Yes, because you can afford that house. Shut up. I can dream. <laughs> but it's just funny that it kind of shows up. And this is another one that's just like, I think this has to be just a full flex house. Almost everything about it is just full flex, right? Okay, lay it on me. How much of a flex is it? Okay, so it has a bridge connecting it to the mainland because it is an island. Oh, it's an island? It is an island. It sits okay. by itself. Okay, so there is a bridge up top that connects to the main house, right? It has, you know, the typical kind of rich guy stuff, the giant ass pool, jacuzzi, home theater system. And because it's an island, everything's obviously overlooking the water, right? Definitely. Uh, this is in... Um, yeah, I was about to ask, where is this? <laughs> it's uh, located on Lake Minnetoka. Minnetoka. Where's yes. that at? That is in Minneapolis. Okay. Apparently, it was originally um, owned by like a luxury real estate developer. I thought it was Gotham. No. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, apparently he got divorced and ended up going to jail for tax fraud. And a local restaurant owner bought it. And he finished building the house. God damn, a local restaurant owner bought a mansion? A, he, I don't know what restaurant they don't say, but man, that I'm must sure be a pretty tax, good spot. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's some tax fraud in there too. Shh, nobody <laughs> knows. <laughs> so it's now worth $15 million. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. They have a full sauna room and all that kind of stuff. But what caught my eye was, besides the fact that it's a fucking island with a connecting bridge, um, it has a underground tunnel that leads to a full eight-car garage. Oh, and, and, oh that, is, that is Batman. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. That's Batman right there. I don't know if Batman has this much drip because... He does. It, it washes your car. What the fuck do you mean it washes the car? The underground tunnel is a car wash. Oh, that is a mad flex. <laughs> so basically, he can go down to his underground fucking Batman garage, drive out with a fresh car wash. And come back with a fresh... And come back in and park with a fresh car wash. <laughs> that is mad flex right there. How fucking dope is that? Mad flex. Given he could also come in from the connecting bridge and then drive to the side of the house and then it kind of like goes down and you can go into the garage that way. But yeah, boo, that's fucking boring. Fuck that. I'm using the cave every time. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> you know, it'd be funny as fuck if he actually had a Batmobile come out of there. Oh, yes. Especially but, like when like in the episode where like, not in the episode, the movie where he just like jumps out through the waterfall. That's the car. Wa- that's the car wash. That's the right car there. wash. <laughs> that would be great. Or if like the, what sucks is that they took pictures of all this stuff, but, but the didn't. owner refused to release pictures of his underground fucking car wash tunnel. He I'm said tell- it's I'm just for the serious buyers. I'm telling you, that's Batman right there. It, maybe it fucking is. I just it'd be cool if he had like the whole glass tube and you can see under the water. Oh, yes. I mean, I kind of doubt it, but it'd still be fucking cool. That, no, that, yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> but yeah, super fucking flex, man. I don't know if I'd ever want to live in that state, but... <laughs> <laughs> I I found it, and I was just like, man, some of the things people come up with. Like, what would you do to your house that'd be oddly weird, unique for your car? Oddly weird and unique... Like, if you just had that billionaire fuck you money kind of thing. Okay. Huh. That is very interesting, actually. Let me get back to you on that. Okay. I think as badass as this is, I would still just want a racetrack around the house. (laughs) A racetrack? Okay. I would just still want a racetrack around the house. I get bored and be like, I'm going to go in the front yard and play <laughs> like a little kid. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, barbecues and burnouts. So, yeah, I think that would still be mine. Giant-ass track. Maybe kind of like a bigger version of uh, of uh, Apple Valley Speedway. Okay. Do the full track and have a little fucking huge um, skid pad just for burnouts and stuff. So... I'm fine with desert living. I don't even go swimming too often. Just give me my racetrack. I'll be good. I mean, we kind of live in a desert. Yeah, yeah, that too. (laughs) 
So you wouldn't, you don't, can't think of nothing for it. I'd probably make like a tequila themed garage. Tequila themed garage. You're gonna be crashing so fucking much. So what you need is actually a tequila themed garage with a body shop for every time you fuck it up. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> I can already see it. You can already see it? I can already see it. It looks amazing. Oh my god. <laughs> and every car's gonna have a sarape over the driver's seat. <laughs> El Camino's gonna have some bullhorns on the hood. Oh man. All going full out for that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so body shopping tequila stop. <laughs> Fucking Manny. I thought you would have gone for the car wash thing just because, like, it's almost polar opposite of what your car does now. Because <laughs> the car wash tunnel will clean your car in and out, go into your house, get your car dirty, going out and in. <laughs> <laughs> It's almost like you have you literally have the opposite of this. Instead of like getting your car clean, going in and out of your house, just get your car dirty. I have no comment. <laughs> All right, Manny. What else we got, bud? Alrighty, and now uh, we just have some like some updates on some events that are happening uh, that are going to be happening soon, actually. Yes, we do. So first one we have is uh, you actually know about this event. I I haven't heard of it so far. It's called Turbo and Titties. Turbos and titties. So this is actually out of like San Diego area. Oh. And uh, they do like a, um, they do some events. I think it's called like Cars and Anime. Oh, okay. I think I've heard of it. I have yet to go to one. Okay. But it seems like they're doing them pretty often. They're staying pretty active. And I know, I recognize some of the vendors that actually has gone too. Any particular city in San Diego or just says San Diego, city of San Diego? Um, Let me look it up. I think... Think I think they had different locations for a little while. Okay, so just like a nomad, basically. A little bit of a nomad, yeah. So maybe they're just trying to find a home. You know what I mean? Or maybe they're just trying to like create like some sort of a tour car meet where they'll just go to different locations, just keep it fresh. Maybe, maybe because right now the flyer still says to be announced. Uh, okay. So they haven't yet chose a location for it. So I don't know if maybe they're just trying to find a. a a home for it because it's still a fairly new meet. Like I don't think I've seen it recent, you know, up until recently, basically. So maybe they're still trying to find a home, or maybe, like you said, there's just kind of hitting up different spots. You know, is there a date though? There is a date. Uh, so that's gonna be um coming up in the this upcoming weekend, actually. Oh shit! Yeah, this it's this blah this upcoming weekend, and it's gonna be June fifth. June 5th. What day yep, is that? 5 o'clock to 8 o'clock. They're going to have uh, our, they're gonna do a raffle, actually. So that is a Saturday. Yeah. So they're going to do a, uh, a raffle for um, and donate all the money to breast cancer research. Oh, that's actually good. That's where the titties come in. Oh, shit. Did you, did you, <laughs> did you just get that? I just got that. <laughs> Not all of their events are turbos and titties. It's usually just cars and anime. This one is turbos and titties because they're going to do the raffle to help benefit uh, breast cancer research. They're going to donate all that money. Well played, Weebs. Well played. Very well played. Um, so they're going to have a, they're going to raffle off a RC drift car, a dash cam, and a detailing kit. 
Okay. So super cool, man. Like they got it looks like they have a couple of vendors like dedicated to going already and maybe this will be the one I finally go out to actually see. I've, they've been doing it for a little while and I've just it hasn't lined up for me to be able to go and check it out. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> and then uh next, man, we have the the Japanese classic cars, cars and coffee. Uh located in Anaheim. From what I've been told, it's going to be uh, in Anaheim. And, I mean, this is pretty much just like a Cars and Coffee. All Japanese classic cars are welcomed. That's where I saw some very beautiful S600s. Never thought I would actually ever be able to see those in my lifetime. Yeah, definitely rare. But uh, from the from my first experience when I went there a few weeks ago, they don't really gatekeep, so it's, it's still like... It's it's still predominantly like JDM classics, but they still allow some like outsiders like Euro and uh, American Muscle classic cars and stuff. So it was just nice seeing like a health, not a, more of a healthy mix, but still just some mix, honestly. Especially since it's like a classic cars and coffee, so it just like it still brings out people, and that's what I enjoyed going with my El Camino last time. Nice, dude. I still have yet to get the full details. But uh, like almost any other cars and coffee, early in the morning in Anaheim, uh, probably like a ten minutes, oh, ten minutes away from Disneyland, somewhere around there. I, I was following people last time I went, so I didn't get to get to really I, realize where where I am on location. Honestly, nice dude, heck yeah. So once I get that information, I think I'll just like uh, post it on the IG page. Sounds good. All right, and then uh, I had another one I wanted to mention. Yeah, Shred the Trend. Shred the Trend. So this isn't really in our wheelhouse that we normally do. Mm -hmm. It's not really anime or car related, but I did want to give it a shout-out if there's anybody that's interested. I'm probably going to be there Sunday. Um, This is uh, Shred the Trend. It's basically going to be kind of a, a skating and rock show. Okay. So this is actually going to be held where I do my dog training at <laughs> for, for all the bite work. Uh, the, the trainer I go to has a ginormous property. I mean, I have not been to everywhere on his property yet. I believe it's somewhere around 1,800 acres. Fuck. Yeah. That puts mine to shame. He's, he, I mean, he's, he's even mentioned like, hey, go hiking. You can just go hiking here. <laughs> like. That puts my property to shame. Shit. Yeah, it's it's very very huge, and obviously where we do our training is a s- small spot in comparisons. Yes, but uh, he does like to do a lot of stuff. He is um, a veteran, mm-hmm. and he does like to do a bunch of different stuff. Uh, like back in September when we did the uh, the event with my dad and and the other uh, charity event for the, I believe it was for the charity that was going under because of COVID. Oh, yeah, something about, like, horses and veterans, right? Yeah, it was like a ranch that did, like, therapy for for veterans that were going through um, depression, and it was like a therapy camp kind of thing. Yeah. So he's really active with that kind of stuff, which is awesome. And this is basically about uh, soldier suicide awareness. Mm. So they're raising money for this, and um, this brand, Thrash and Raid, is kind of collaborating, right? So they kind of reached out and said, "Hey, we want to do this. We, you know, we want to use your space, basically." So he has an area where he's—it's like an old dairy farm—is the property basically. 
So he actually let them build a full indoor skating park, <laughs> like skate park. <laughs> okay, I was about to ask, what was like, where's the skate park come into play? He has like it's it kind of like looks like those old scenes from Tony Hawk, where uh, you kind of like go and there's like these random abandoned warehouses kind of thing with just, graffiti with just, all over, with just a skate park inside, kind of like that. And it's like an old, it's giant hangers basically that he's. You know, it's been abandoned, you know? Yeah. And he uses sometimes for bite work stuff. He uses it for other things. He has a shoot house that apparently, like, uh, sheriffs come by to practice doing house raids and shooting or whatever. Okay. Um, But in this area, he's he... I don't know if he's building it permanently or if they're bringing stuff in there, but they're building a full indoor skate, like, skate park in there. On top of that, they're going to have, obviously, like, food going on and... Um, food, drinks, and they're going to have like other activities and live music. Uh, CJ Ramon, which he was at the charity last time, uh, he's going to be there and he's actually going to perform too. I don't know if who he's going to perform with, if he's going to have subs for other things or what, but still pretty dope, right? So he'll be there to do a performance as well. And it's all pretty much it's like super cheap. It's like 10 I think they're ten bucks right now, twenty day of, and they're just asking for donations, whatever you could give. Yeah. So it's it's a really cool event. I will post it on um, on our page as well. I'll post all these flyers for them. And if anybody wants has any questions or wants more information, feel free to DM us. But yeah, that's the that's the last one I had. What else we got, Manny? No, just a quick update. Just. Still trying to get myself in the mindset to prepare for Auto Club Speedway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you haven't gotten any emails concerning HPD1 registration, right? Thankfully, not yet. Okay. So you register for HPD1, right? Correct. That's locked in. You got your spot or whatever. We haven't heard anything. So it looks like we might be a go. Hopefully. Uh, Hopefully. Okay. (laughs) I'm still skeptical after what happened last time. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We're hopeful, right? Yes. We're hopeful. Um, I am, like I said, I'm making some behind-the-scenes moves, but I will be going regardless. Yes. No matter what I have to do, I will be going. I'm probably going to do both days, though. Oh, okay. Like I said, Auto Club Speedway potentially could still could still be going away, and I do want to get as much seat time there as I could. So we'll see about that. But with that, Manny, um, let's call this an episode. Definitely. Why don't you tell the people where they can find us? You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at UnacceptedPod. And we do have a website, UnacceptedPod.com. And be sure to like, subscribe, uh, leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you want to send an unaccepted rev, have a question, you can email us at UnacceptedPodcast at gmail.com. And we'll see everybody next Wednesday. Bye-bye.